welcome to Fantasy Status. I'm here with my buddy Crypto Dale. My name is Brian Krogsgaard, Ledger Status. Welcome to a, uh, another week of fantasy football fun on the podcast. What's up, Dale? Hey, what's going on? Crazy, crazy week. I think I've been doing fantasy football since, you know, 2000, and I can't remember a time that we've seen as many injuries to some key players as we oh, did Oh, man. Like, basically, what, the top three skill players, I guess, between uh, CMC, Saquon, and Mike Thomas are missing at least some time, right? Yep. So, yeah. Uh, you know, your your key picks are out. So the best uh, running back on the board now is I guess Alvin Kamara based on draft status. And so if you're if you're if you're still rolling strong without injury and your first and second picks of the of your fantasy drafts are alive, then you're probably winning. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, and, and I wanted I could not wait to mention this. This is why it is so important, you know, unless you can get Lamar or Pat Mahomes fairly early. This is why it's so important to wait on a quarterback, if you ask me. For what's the strategy there? So what I'm saying is, you know, like how I always approach fantasy drafts is I will take in the first six, seven rounds, you know, I'm really focused. Oh, so on you stack on... your skill players. Yep, exactly. Stacking the skill players, you know, like we saw CMC and Saquon go down. Right. And in almost all the leagues I did, those were the top two picks. Yeah. Well, rightfully so that they're the top two picks. But what your your point is, the folks that you have uh, that you pick in the fourth or fifth or sixth round, instead of picking, I don't know, like Aaron Rodgers or, you know, some kind of, you know, QB1, but not not elite QB1. Although he's yep. been pretty elite so far, instead yep. of getting them, maybe you can get like a Chris Carson or a Jonathan Taylor or exactly a Melvin Gordon, somebody that's a, a productive running back and can be a quality uh, running back or wide receiver, but also step in in case one of your top guys goes down, keep you alive during the middle of the season if you have significant injuries. That's exactly right. Like in our ESPN league that we're talking about yeah i had pick five and somehow zeke fell to me so i took him then in round two i went julio three mike evans round four melvin gordon basically what i'm getting at is i was able to get matt ryan in round 10 yeah yeah you get and somebody he like is matt the ryan. fifth rated quarterback this year so far and i feel like he was actually pretty uh you know he was pretty well regarded i guess in terms of people thought he was going to have a productive fantasy year he usually yeah. does mm-hmm. but you got him anyway pretty late so yeah that's awesome yeah i you know i absolutely love my team in this league which usually translates to not a successful <laughs> I did, year i knew you were gonna say that i uh <laughs> i love my team as well and i took a big risk of you know i wanted to go super running back heavy for the same uh-huh. reason, give me a base of points. And I wanted, I hoped that I could draft better than other people to get like productive wide receivers. Cause the wide receiver depth was pretty high, but you yeah. had to, you had to pick somebody in like the first or second round to get like an elite wide receiver. Correct. And yeah. I wasn't willing to do that. So I ended up with an extraordinarily strong running back core and uh, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, 
one and two, and then I leaped for Lamar Jackson, who I just I just have a thing for him. So I, I knew that was a th- you know a little bit of a leap in round three, but he's such a cheat code. And then I went Jonathan yeah. Taylor in round four, so I had no wide receivers until round five. And fortunately, you know I got good wide receivers. I, I my mm-hmm. first three, five, six, and seven. Uh, rounds AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Will Fuller, but as listeners may know, like those are those can be really boomer bust type of guys. So we'll see if it plays out. But so far, I'm happy, especially because I got some uh, pretty decent value. I felt like later on, like I got Josh Kelly in the twelfth round, and he's basically filling in for Melvin Gordon right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. me and you are hyped about our teams. That's got to be terrible for our results at the end of the season. <laughs> It, it never fails. Anytime post-draft that I love my fantasy team, I end up sucking. <laughs> and anytime I'm like, man, this team sucks, I end up doing good. Well, I hope that that's not the case this year because we need, to, we need to dominate these leagues. And uh, how, how are you uh, so far on your, on your score? Did you win this week? In the Dragon Chain League, which is the one that I'm in, um, I'm 2-0. and I've scored 254 points and then... My homeboy Harles, he's also two and zero. He scored two hundred and forty six points. So you know, it's it's actually a pretty competitive league. I'm gonna say that I think there's only one zero and two team, and that's Ric Flair. Hasn't scored many points this year, but the nice thing is, is it's pretty early in the year. Um, you know, I, I got to give a shout out. While such sco- coin scored one hundred sixty four point two eight points last week, you're gonna see a common theme amongst these teams that scored a lot of points. He had Aaron Jones, who just absolutely went off last week. Yeah, it's points, And then Josh Allen. Oh, it was terrible. Josh Allen also had a great week at 34. <laughs> but the team that he played is who I'm giving a shout-out to, Team Slayer. They scored 137.2 points. And this is what's frustrating about fantasy football. He to beat every other team except Wow Such Coin, who, he played, who he played, and me. Yeah, Yeah, that's brutal. So that's what's frustrating. And and in another league that I do, it's what I refer to the big league that many people will hear often. Um, we've got a bad beat pool where everyone throws in $10. And at the end of the year, whoever had you know a bad beat like this, whereas you would have beat most of the other teams, they get that pot. Nice. I like so that. It is pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. So shout out Team Slayer. Um, I, know it, I know you scored a lot. It and, just sucks, and that's just how it goes, though, sometimes. So that's the uh, summary, f- or the primary summary, I guess, for the Dragon Chain League, Dragon Chains, Blockchain Scaled. You can go to letterstats.com slash Chain to check them out. We appreciate them mm-hmm. being our sponsor. Um, was there anything else, any, like, high scores or, or bad beats in League One? You know, I won. That's probably all that matters. <laughs> I'm going on my way to... 15 and 0 and then I'm going to win this entire thing. That's the attitude that I want to hear. <laughs> I do like my team which is um pretty scary. You know, I don't know. Otherwise there wasn't really many bad beats. The um, most of the scores were over, you know, 8 points or over which I don't, you know, refer as bad not as bad beats. So uh this is not this league but I loved Monday night football because me and Whale, our buddy L Whale, in a uh, in our dynasty league, we had a um, really close matchup, and I needed um, Josh Jacobs to score. I don't know, like twelve points, and he got it. 
with three minutes left in the game, and I beat Whale by like a point. So we had the the close matchup of the week there, which was exciting. That's um, crazy. That's awesome. The funniest. I'm gonna go off the beaten path here. the The coolest thing that's ever happened to me was in my big league. The first time I ever won that championship, it was it came down to Monday night. I had the 49ers D and the guy I was playing at Tony Gonzalez. We were basically tied. So the defense had to outscore Tony Gonzalez, and he had been on a tear. So it was late in the game, and Tony caught a pass across the middle to go up by one and a, 1.6 points. So it was like a 11-yard pass. It's a half-point PPR. So yeah. he, he got up on me on that. So there was like a minute left in the game. And it was fourth down. So what they did is they brought out the field goal unit. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, throw that Hail Mary because they were down 10. So they needed two scores. So they then the, the Niners call timeout. They bring the offense back on. Matt Ryan ends up throwing a Hail Mary and it got intercepted. <sighs> so got so then two points. I'm now. Yeah. So he intercepted it, fell down. And now I won by 0.4 points because oh, interceptions man. are worth two. That is so brutal. Oh, it was uh, awesome. For, for them, but fantastic for you. Yeah, it was absolutely awesome. I loved it. I love those close games. You cannot, be a, you cannot be a fan of either team playing on like on Monday Night Football. And uh, you can even have Booger McFarlane calling the game. Not that he is this <laughs> week. But he still, he still makes his appearance for halftime shows. But uh, And you can still love that Monday night game because it's, yep. it settles your week and you, you find out if you sneak through or not. And, uh, yeah, man, it was a fun Monday night football game. Actually, uh, Oakland, Oakland beating up on new Orleans. Or, I'm sorry. It's Vegas. Sorry, now, Vegas, Vegas. I can't do this. Just stuck in my brain. You know, that, know. that it'll Vegas, always be Oakland to me. That Vegas stadium though is sick. Uh, it's crazy. I've been to the Oakland stadium. So that, was an upgrade. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the, the Vegas stadium is amazing. Um, and it was a fun game. I was pretty happy to see them, uh, beat up on new Orleans a little bit, even though I, you know, I like new Orleans, my kid, my, the oldest, the oldest little ledger is a saints fan. So mm. that's okay though. He'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, my wife doesn't follow football much, but, she absolutely hates the saints because I don't know why she was paying attention to sports center one time when I was watching it. And she saw that, uh, Sean Payton and they had that bounty, you know? Yeah. So that's what basically she calls him a cheater and whatnot. Oh yeah. Well, most of these leagues will do what they can. Hey, let's, uh, jump over to league two. We've got the matcha league. Go to ledgerstatuscom slash matcha M A T C H A. They are an awesome aggregator for liquidity. So you don't have to find out where's the liquidity for this token. They uh, do that for you, make it super easy to trade. I've been using it a ton, man. So it's good. You like it? Oh, yeah. It's great. The interface is so much cleaner yeah. than other places. And I don't have to know, like, do I go to Sushi Swap? Do I go mm-hmm. to Mooney Swap or Uniswap? They just handle that for me. So if I, need a, if I need to buy or dump a big old bag of something, especially the majors, they're adding more stuff over time, but they want to have a curated list of tokens so far. So sure. makes it easy. Cool. Check um, them out. Yeah. Heck yeah. So this league, league two, there were some, uh, there, it was like the, the, the Kings and the peasants, you know, like quick, quick dub team, quick dub 
got back to one and one with a hundred and fifty nine point performance. Same same lockup here, except for in addition to Aaron Jones and Josh Allen, they also had Tyler Higby. So they were rocking out on mm-hmm. the top player in uh, each of those positions, or one of the top players in each of those positions. Tyler Higby put up twenty five point nine this last he week. He killed it. Yeah, he did. Looks I have him, and I was big on him preseason. Dude, people so were trying to fade Higby, saying his last six games last year were no big deal, and it was just you know he was going to fall back down. But they're sticking with their uh, their tight end sets and two wide receivers, and um, Higby's just beasting this year. Yeah, and I tell you what, the Rams—they look really good. They look um, golf pretty looks back in form. Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's pretty nice. And then uh, let's see, what were the other top performers in this league? There was a Daddy Lambo had a nice one thirty eight to one twenty six over our buddy at night. Uh, yeah. However, he has McCaffrey uh, mm-hmm. on his on his team, and he'll have to figure out something for that, which is going to get us into the the results here. Oh, uh, Team Nuts got one forty five. He's on your team here with Matt Ryan. Uh, Stephon yep. Diggs. Stephon Diggs, another person people were doubting. Yeah, they were. Everyone, everywhere I read, but preseason, you know, it was he was one of their busts for the year. You know, the do not draft type guys. Yeah. Allen and, won't be able to hit him. Like he won't be able to throw yeah. within five yards of <laughs> Stephon Diggs. But he's playing. Yeah, great. he's only got one touchdown on the year, but he's you know sixteen receptions for two hundred thirty nine yards in two games. That's pretty stout. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt had a good game too. It truly seems like that backfield is just totally split. Even though they both had, I mean, Chubb and Hunt had a, close to the same points this week, but yep. Yep. that's a tough one, man. I have Hunt and a flex in one league. I don't mind that, but if Chubb was my like primary running back RB one or even RB two, it it would annoy me. I think It'd be frustrating. Yeah, and that's basically what you had to pay to get Chubb, right? Like you you had to get him in the first couple of rounds for sure. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, I've got uh, Chubb in my dynasty league, and then I've got uh, Hunt in my big league. So I'm kind of torn on that. At least, though, yeah. uh, you know, they're that backfield. I am getting points somewhere. Yeah. So that's league two, and then we'll wrap up league three, and then we'll get into the waivers for folks that don't care about these leagues. Uh, stacked is league three. Automated crypto trading. You can just follow somebody buy into a certain category of tokens and let the let the let stacked do the work for you go to ledgerstatus.com slash stacked for that thanks to them for being a partner uh i didn't get as high of points as some of those other leagues this week but i got enough to be the highest scorer in my league and over my nemesis crutches knocked him <laughs> knocked him out 141 to 108 i only needed like one point and i had alvin kamara playing on monday night so he took care of that with a huge 33.9 point performance i also had aaron jones 43.6 points so i put up a week just between the two of them um and yeah Yeah, i mean that almost that accounted for over half of your points between those (laughs) two which yeah so it's not gonna stay but it's uh it's good enough for now and um i like my chances in this league with my with my running back core especially if they keep feeding aaron jones yeah. How can they not, man? He Did you see that catch that he made? It was like a 25-yard uh, over the shoulder. It's so funny, too. And it's a lot of the reason why a lot of folks were down on uh, Aaron Rodgers this year was because the Packers' new coach, uh, LaFloy or whatever his name is, I, Flores, I can't ever remember because I hate the Packers. <laughs> but um, 
you know, they were big. He was big on getting Jones and Jamal Williams the ball last year. So that's why a lot of folks were down on Rodgers. And, you know, the first game, first first one of the year, the Packers, you know, Aaron had, what, four touchdowns, I think it was, and they threw the ball over the place. And then they kind of got true to where they were last year this, this week with Aaron Jones just running the ball. And, man, he looks good, I tell you what. He certainly does. Uh, you think Rodgers can keep it up? I sold him high in another league. Uh, so yep. we'll see if I'm a dummy, but I got somebody pretty good. So Yeah, if, if I was an Aaron Rodgers owner, and I hardly ever am because I am not a Packers fan, I would have tried to ship him last week after last week also. Yeah, I, I'm in a super flex league, and I hoarded four quarterbacks in the draft. And nice. I, uh, I traded Rodgers and Amari Cooper, who I – I hate like I I kind of I basically accidentally drafted Amari Cooper because it was an auction mm-hmm. and I was trying to just bid him up and then I ended up winning him and that pissed me off because Dallas <laughs> is just they have so many good skill players that it's hard to know who's going to be the alpha like yeah Amari's the wide receiver one but Gallup and Lamb are great their backup tight end is getting 10 targets a game like I don't want to count on him as my wide receiver one yeah so mm-hmm. I packaged him up with Rodgers who's just been beasting and I traded him, uh, and I, I feel like I made out because um, another person, another, just another wide receiver that people wanted to fade, uh, but it's been the wrong play. I got DeAndre Hopkins out of it because that dude is just banking so far. He's got 22 receptions for 220 yards and a touchdown already this season, and he's getting by far the dominant target share in Arizona, which people didn't know if he would get. Yeah, he looks – I've got him in my big league. He looks so good. Uh, you know, always kind of susceptible to little nagging injuries. Doesn't really sit out, but it always seems like he's going to find his way on the injury report. But, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, as long as he can play and perform, um, you know, that's all everyone asks. And he's a baller. I, I've always been a huge fan of his. So Yeah, so we'll see if that work that trade works out. But it's a super flex. I had four quarterbacks. And both of my – I had Dak, too. The Dak's going to just print all year. I, I love Dak. Yeah. Uh, but my two late-round quarterbacks I hoarded were people that I just liked to score points, and so far they are, Gardner and Minshew and, and Joe Burrow. So hopefully I can make up for whatever Rodgers does through mm-hmm. those little young guys who like to run around and sling it, um, which they got to do on those bad teams, you know? Yeah, they really do. I saw, you know, Joe Burrow – and not that uh, mix Joe Mixon, their running back in Cincinnati, is bad because he's very talented, but their offensive line is just terrible. So I saw what he threw, had over 60 passing attempts last week. Yeah, I think he threw 61. I think it was actually 65 if you include the invalidated passes, like from penalty. So, mm. I mean, he was just throwing constantly. Uh, hey, I made a mistake, though. In, in League 3, in permanent losses, scored more points than me. He got 157 and a bad beat over our buddy Woody, uh, who mm-hmm. scored 137. So that was a tough one. Kind of kind of like Team Slayer in, in the Dragon Chain League. Yeah. He would have beat just about um, everybody but, everybody me, but you yeah. and in permanent losses. Yeah, so that's a that's a tough beat by, by Woody, who had Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin. That's a nice mm-hmm. little team there. Yeah. Um, so the overall standings, we for those that don't remember, we have three leagues. The winner, uh, the championship is in each in each league is week fifteen. We take those the winners' points that week, and then we add their points from week sixteen 
and then whoever out of the three has the highest wins 40% of the pot. So we always like to kind of give a little overall picture, snapshot, whatever, so that we have got seven teams that are undefeated at 2-0 and right now. Uh, still early, but overall, Ledger, uh, it feels weird saying this, but you and I are in the top three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Swear it's not rigged. We're just uh, good at fantasy you, football. What can we that's say? That's right. That's right. So you're 2-0, 284 points. Team Nuts is in the Matcha League. He's 2-0 and 272 points. And then, again, I am in the Dragon Chain League, 2-0, and and I've scored 254 points. So uh, those are the top three. Uh, you know, necessarily it's convenient that the top three are also one of in, in the own league. Usually it seems we've got two teams duking it out in the league for the top three spots, so. Uh, don't, don't sleep though. At least I'm only looking at two of the leagues right now. Crutches is one and one with 260 points. Crypto yeah. at night, 260 points with a one and one record. So there's some high point scores that have had, uh, you know, rough, rough losses, but it's going to be a competitive, a competitive series, but I like our chances here, Dale. Hey, uh, yeah. you know, we need to dig in before we go. Dude, this had, there are just so many waiver p- pickup options, potential uh, moves of the week. What did you go for from a waiver perspective? Did you go for yes. any of these Giants court, uh, running backs? Uh, great question. So my thought process on the whole deal was if I had, and I do have CMC in one league, I tried to get Mike Davis. Um, I was unsuccessful and got outbid. So I, I, you know, I'm able in these leagues to put in multiple waivers for the one player that I want to drop. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I put in for Mike Davis, the running back, um, that's going to take over for CMC. So then I didn't get him. So my next plan, you know, how I analyzed this was I could go for Jarek McKinnon or uh, Jerry, is it Jerry Wilson? I don't even know. Jeff Wilson. Oh, no, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson, Wilson for San Francisco for the Niners. So I thought, you know, I'm going to try and get one of them because I like the Niners offensive line a lot more than I like the Giants. Plus the Giants just signed Devonta Freeman. Um, so their backfield now is kind of, kind of crowded. It's, yeah, it's gonna like be you had told me yesterday, I, I put in a claim for Deion Lewis and was probably overbidding for him. Um, so I put a low claim down for him, but uh, so I didn't get him. So what I did up end up doing was I got uh, shoot Jarek McKinnon. I like McKinnon, man. I think he's going to be he should be the RB one in San Francisco this week. Yeah, I agree. He's fragile, but he should get you a few weeks uh, of decent play. Devonta Freeman went for seventy seven out of two hundred dollars on League Three to crutches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I feel like that's a reasonable price. Like, what's that? A little over maybe thirty five percent of your fab. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Freeman, he's gonna he should produce maybe as an RB two for the season. Whereas if you're so. going after Mike Davis, who knows how many weeks you get? Maybe three, four. Uh, maybe he'll be a decent flex even when CMC gets back. If CMC is mm-hmm. not a hundred percent, but I feel mm-hmm. like CMC is gonna work hard to get back as soon as he can. Oh yeah, he's an animal. He's a freak. Uh, we had a couple of quarterbacks go in that league too. Gardner Minshew and Ryan Tannehill got picked up. I mean, even in a one QB league, they they got to be worth playing right now. Those dudes, yeah, are I think so too. They're well. just tearing it up. Uh, no other, like not as many huge waivers as I would have ex- expected. Um, in in 
League Three. Was there anything in any of the other leagues? Let's see if we go to League Two. Recent activity. Uh, here's a nice pickup that somebody had. KJ Handler. They're playing smart. That's Rug Walk. Um, so KJ Handler, Cortland Sutton, just another player out for the year, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jerry Judy will take a lot of targets, but in the short time KJ Hamler was in, I think he got like four catches or something. Um, and they'll try to line him up and he was out week one for his own injury. So that was really his first time to shine. So they, he might get some sneaky targets. I kind of like that. Yeah. Not a bad pickup. I forgot about Cortland Sutton. Yeah. His ACL also. Um, let's see. Mike Davis went for $50 in that league. And then, uh, Michael Pitt, Pittman Jr. got dropped in that league for Mike uh, for Miles Gaskin Prince mm-hmm. going a, crazy man. That's an interesting one because uh, I mean Michael Pittman should start to get some targets. So whoever's in that league might might be able to get uh, Michael Pittman just for free this week. Yep, yep. But, um, yeah, I mean he could be uh, he could be the top receiver there. Paris Campbell out for an indefinite amount of time, whatever that means. And T.Y. Hilton has not had it so far this year. What's the deal with T.Y. Hilton? Oh, man, I tell you what, that uh, that's frustrating up there. I think they're just trying to run the ball all the time and, um, you know, really establish that ground game early. That's uh, another thing that we talked about last week that, I mean, it, got, it, had, it had to frustrate everybody who picked up Naheem Hines because that dude got one target for four yards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no crazy. carries after getting eight targets the week before and seven carries. Like, that is just brutal, Naheem Hines. Do you think Naheem Hines is finished? Or are they just giving Jonathan Taylor the rock, or what's the deal? Sorry, say that again, Ledger. I had to mute you. No, that's fine. Do you think that uh, Naheem Hines is going to get some activity, or are they just going to give John- Jonathan Taylor the rock for the whole season? Yeah, he's def- in my opinion, he's definitely the the back out of the backfield to catch. You know, passes. I think they're going to try and establish Taylor, though. I mean, yeah, but they drafted him so high that maybe they just didn't need to have him uh, in as much this week, but mm-hmm. that's brutal mm-hmm. to get. I mean, not quite goosed, but might as well have gotten goosed uh, by the top waiver wire pickup of last week. Yeah, frustrating. It's it's bound to happen, and it'll happen again, though. Yeah, I got two players I want to ask you about. One, this is going to your team. Freaking Trubisky, man. He's not playing that bad. Oh. Is he worth a fantasy pickup? No, I don't think so quite yet. I haven't... I've got him on my dynasty team, but I haven't picked him up in anything else. You know, one other play I would probably like better is Justin Herbert from the Chargers. I see he got named the starter today. So I'm going to try and pick him up before Trubisky. This is, most, this is probably for Superflex leagues, too. If you're yeah, I just can't trust him enough yet. Yeah, Trubisky's one of those guys where all of a sudden he might just post like a two point week or something, <laughs> or negative Kirk Cousin type week. Kirk Cousin, man, that guy. He, I always considered him like a steady Eddie type, and he is yeah. just struggling. Uh, and I don't know if it's because they're trying to force feed Thielen a little more or what the deal is, but he is on the on the struggle bus. Uh, and then we'll close out a couple of tight ends I find interesting, Schultz. As the backup mm-hmm. to Jarwin, who's out for the season, dude got yep. – I don't even – do you know how many targets it was? Nine for 88 last week. 
Yeah. That's I definitely picked him up in my dynasty league and I dropped Jack Doyle for him. Nice. And so, uh, a player that I got in two leagues, which we'll see what happens, but uh, Drew Sample with Uzama out, he got, uh, he went seven for 45, but he just, I watched that game last Thursday and he was uh-huh. just in Joe Burrow's sights a lot. Uh, and I think he might be a worthy stash. Like, you don't have to play him right now, but you could put him on no. your bench. The person yep. that I – I have Hayden Hurst in a league, and that's who I'm really eyeing for Sample maybe to replace because mm-hmm. my problem with Atlanta is I like Hurst. I think he'll have some great weeks, but they have three really quality targets on the wide receiver side, and I don't know that Hurst will just get be enough of a target, whereas a young quarterback like Burrow, you know, maybe he'll just kind of – check down to his tight end more mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. even though they have a lot of wide receivers too i feel like sample might might get a, a nice target share I, I would agree with you completely all right what else we got to cover is that it i think we got everything covered i think uh there's no more appropriate week for uh, <laughs> sound effects you know like there was a lot of folks beat up this week did you just see that what's that the panthers just place cmc on ir Oh. So he's he'll be out at least three weeks. Yeah, but that shouldn't be too surprising. No. I like that IR change that going from six weeks to I did three. Too. Uh I it, like it that just a lot. makes it a lot uh I don't know, it gives you more hopium in some ways. Like you don't mm-hmm. feel like your season's totally busted if they have to go out for six weeks, but on the other hand it, it gives you more certainty for playing some of these backups if they right. actually go on IR and you know they're gone for a little while. That's exactly right. So good luck. To, I hope everybody that's got CMC picked up Mike Davis or Devonta Freeman or somebody to pick up the slack because CMC is going to carry your league. I hate being that 1.1 pick because it just makes the rest of the draft so complicated. Agree. I, I, I do prefer being at one end or the other, but um, I would rather be on the swing back at. Yeah. See, this, this year, the sweet spot I thought I was going to enjoy was going to be like 8, 9, 10. You know, mm-hmm. go for Miles Sanders, Mixon, Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. and then get a pick up another decent back uh, on the on the tail on the early second. Like Aaron Jones, I was I got as much as I could. Yeah, um, but I don't know, man. Kamara looks pretty great, and you had to be fourth or fifth to get him. So, yeah, and I was fifth, and Zeke fell to me. But that's dude, that's nasty though. If you get it's that, awesome. that's it's awesome. Yeah. All right, we're going to leave it there. Follow us at Fantasy Status on Twitter. Go to FantasyStatus.com to check out our sponsors. Thanks to all of them. Uh, That is Stacked, Matcha, Dragon Chain. We'll see y'all next week.